From the over-the-top studios in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas, and great guests this morning. It's wonderful to talk with Sarah Cooper again. Sarah, how you doing? Hey, Jars, I'm doing great. Now, you've had so many injuries, it's been fun to see you back on the bike. <laughs> yeah, this has been a really difficult year. But yeah, I'm finally um, almost healed and riding normally again. Well, you have an event coming up in about a month, the Spotted Horse Gravel Race, but uh, I'm hearing rumors that something else might be on the horizon. <laughs> yeah. Um, me and a couple friends just launched a new race that's called Iowa Rindin Rock, and it is um, similar to Trans-Iowa, as many people have already heard. Trans-Iowa was retired by the race director this year. The very last edition happened in this April. And so my friends and I are putting together a similar style race. It'll be 340 miles free um, at the end of April. Great time of year to ride in Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> and that laugh seems so genuine. <laughs> yeah, you know, the weather is just always so unpredictable and that just adds to the challenge of the event. You know, you can have all of the seasons in the same 24 to 34 hours that the race happens on. And you've got to be prepared for all of that because there's, you know, there's no support. You've got to carry everything you need. And it just adds a, an element of challenge that really isn't present in any other gravel race right now. Now, this is a free event. Is there a chance that you would still be able to race it? Me, no. No, no, no. This is very labor-intensive from a race director standpoint. So, no, I won't be able to race on the day, but I will certainly be pre-riding the course. Well, what a great way to get out of riding Trans-Iowa to just take over directing it. <laughs> I don't think I'm really getting out of it, though, because, I mean, it, it'll be the same as, as how I manage Spotted Horse, and, and I ride every inch of that course in all kinds of weather and carry my bike. And so as much as people suffer and complain about my event on race day, I have suffered on that course as much or more than, than participants. So I don't anticipate that this will be any different. Um, I'll be out there riding it in, uh, in all kinds of weather. Tell us when registration opens, where people can go to get more information, everything like that. Registration will open this Saturday at 8 a.m., and people can go to the website iowawindandrock.com and click on the registration page, and on Saturday morning, a form will be listed there that people can plug in their information, um, and then it will be open until the following Saturday at 8 a.m., so people have a full week to get their name in. Um, we'll take 120 on the roster all entries are going to be accepted during that week. So if we get more than 120, we'll just lottery down to that number. So that's it. You, know, so you got a week, you to, take, a week to decide you, and put your name in. Are you going to take the first 120 and then it would become a lottery? Or if you get... No. Two, oh, no. Okay. We'll just take all entries as they come in and then we'll lottery down. So, you know, if, you know, if you're working and, and you can't get your name in until 8 o'clock at night, then it, it's not going to affect anything. So you're expecting this to fill up quick. I think so. You know, we've had a lot of attention so far. In just the first 24 hours, we've had over 3,000 people look at our website in 14 different countries. So people are interested. 
um, and, and I think we'll sell. When's the date? April 20th, 2019. And it'll and, start uh, and finish in Winterset, Iowa. But no course release? I mean, this is really being run exactly the same as Trans-Iowa was. Yeah, you know, course designing is, is my thing. I love that. And so the idea of a new course every year is just so exciting to me. So I plan to do it that way. Um, we'll keep the entire course secret until race day. You know, people will find out as they go where they're going. <laughs> and to me, that's just a lot of fun and it's unique. And I'm, I'm really excited about keeping that kind of event going. 340 miles. What's the time cutoff? Uh, the time cutoff will be the same as for Trans-Iowa. You have to uh, average a 10-mile-per-hour pace, roughly. So it's about 34 hours. You know, Sarah, I love what you said about changing up the route because I've done that with Race Across Oregon so much. I get bored having the same route year in, year out. I think it's fun giving people you know, t new things to ride, new areas of the state to ride through. Yeah, and it, it's a mental challenge, too. You know, part of of gravel racing in particular is about facing the challenges of the day. And if you don't know what's in front of you, that changes how you're going to react. You have to... Um, you, you can't plan in advance for a lot of this. You have to plan for everything <laughs> and adapt as you go. And so it's just a different style of racing. But I'm trying to think. I mean, you've got so many options out there in Iowa. What's it like putting a course together? Well, for me, I, you know, I go out on these long training rides and I just wander around and then I find stuff. And um, thanks to technology these days, you've got all of your routes where you've been saved. And so I just go back and make notes and, um, you know, what, what convenience stores would work to route a race through what climbs were really hard, um, which direction does the wind usually go and how painful is that? You know, all those kind of things that go into planning a route. Um, fortunately I have, you know, I have saved on, on training peaks and Garmin connect and I just go back and reflect on that and then look at maps and, try and put it all together into a format that works. And so for me, that's fun. So to change this up every year is fun for me. And I don't think race directing is going to be a forever deal for me. You know, I am going to have to go and get a real job one of these days, but this is something cool that I can do right now. And it's essentially just a gift to the gravel community. Now you're not doing this alone. Who are you working with? I have two partners, um, Steve Fuller and Dennis Grelk. You probably know Steve Fuller. Um, he was my crew at Race Across the West and Race Across America. And both Steve Fuller and uh, Dennis Grelk were Trans-Iowa finishers. And uh, so we all loved the race. Um, and we're just really excited about keeping a race of, of uh, the Trans-Iowa style going for as long as we can. Well, Sarah, I wish you and your partners all the best and everyone who takes part in the event next year. And we'll be doing a series of podcasts as we lead up to the event. Cool. It was good talking to you, George. Nice talking with you again, Sarah. Thanks so much for joining us and thanks so much for listening. From the Over the Top Studios in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. Acast powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. 
Ned Fulmer. And I'm Ariel. We're from the Try Guys, and we have a new podcast called Baby Steps. It's an irreverent parenting podcast because parenting is not perfect. We just had a newborn, baby Finn. I got pooped on. Ariel has pink eye. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> we talk to some experts. We even bring you 4 a.m. thoughts from our garden. Oh my gosh, it's literally 4 a.m. Just to go back here, I thought I got poop in my eye. Yeah. And that causes pink eye. Parenting is a mess. We're a mess. You're a mess. Join us every Sunday. Listen to Baby Steps on ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST, A-cast. 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 recommends. <laughs>